are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hark the sound of your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor, make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked on Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for today. We're going to switch it up, but not really. I love story time. And so I feel like it's always better when you can get more personal with your friends and you guys are my people. So I figured today was a great time as any to give you a little story time between me and Wake Forest, UNC basketball in Wake Forest and all that In between, we're going to have my favorite player who just happened to play at Wake, my least favorite player who happened to play at Wake. We'll do all of that, right? We'll tell you about the series between the two teams and which player on our current team could use a little Wake Forest grad love, maybe some film that he could go back and watch. I'm going to talk to you all about that today, and let's get on right into it. Happy Tuesday. It's a great day, right? As I mentioned Tuesday feels good. It's a little chilly outside. It's January. I hope your resolutions are going well. I hope you're feeling good about yourself. We're midway through January, almost towards the end, right? And we are just trying to make do and get by at best we know how. And I'm just happy to have you here once again because you are a Carolina family and I love to talk to you about Carolina hoops, basketball, football, all in between. It's always a great day. Now, the Tar Heels will finally play at home tomorrow in what seems like forever. This time against those Demon Deacons down in Winston-Salem, otherwise known as Wake Forest University. Now, fun fact, I went to both UNC and Wake Forest. As many of you know, I went to UNC Chapel Hill for my undergrad, swam there for four years. Then I took a year off. I worked for Attorney General, now Governor Roy Cooper, thought I was going to do the whole corporate government life, decided that being behind a desk and nine to five was certainly not for me. So I said, yeah, let me go ahead and see what grad school is talking about, right? So they had this business program for liberal arts students. I went to Wake Forest, part of their school of business, got my master of arts in management. You know, it was cool. (laughs) Beautiful building, beautiful people, a little bit. They were very intelligent and wise. School was definitely their thing. I realized once completing Wake Forest that I like school, but I'm not going to be a professional student. So there was going to be no PhD, didn't feel like I needed to get my MBA, none of that, right? I just did what I had to do to get by. I still have the debt to prove it, but it's fine. I survived. We keep it pushing. Now, another fun fact, right? Training with the master swim team while I was at Wake is what convinced me to turn pro, right? I decided to take my talents to the next level. So I would train in Wake Forest's weight room, right? I would train with when they had breaks between the different athletes, the student athletes, and one of their local trainers called Big Lou helped me get back in shape to train for Olympic trials with a fellow swimmer who was also looking to take her talents to the next level. So I'll always be grateful for Wake for giving me that itch to go and try swimming one more time, especially at the professional level, doing all that good stuff. Now, wouldn't you know it, my favorite player of all time is Tim Duncan himself. I know he is not the most prolific player. He doesn't talk a lot. If you know me, you know I also like Kawhi Leonard. And being a man of few words, I'm into that. 
<laughs> maybe because I talk entirely too much, but I'm so into the strong silent type, right? Tim Duncan, Mr. Fundamental, also one of the few stars I generally respect because at the end of the day, he just played ball, right? When it was his time to be out there and win his championships, he was just a part of the system. He did well for Coach Pop. And Spurs happened to be one of my favorite teams, and they just got it done. It wasn't all this extra. It wasn't all this, you know, jumping the teams. He was loyal to the soil until it was time to go. And then once he left, he left. It wasn't this big old to-do. He really didn't want all of the theatrics of it. He just wrote a letter and said, you know, thank you for everything. Keep it on pushing. I respect that. Do what you got to do and go about your way. So, Tim Duncan, as you know now, was my favorite player of all time. Now, one of my least favorite players of all time happens to still be in the league. Yes, I know. You probably guessed it because there's only but so many weight guys that are currently playing. And it is very much true. Chris Paul happens to be my least favorite player to play in the league. You know, he also attended Wake, and the reason why I don't like Chris Paul, I will say, maybe it's a North Carolina thing. One, I didn't really like the fact that Chris harps on this whole HBCU movement, and I would have gone to Winston-Salem State. Yes, he's enrolled now, but it's weird. Because I don't say, oh, I wish I would have gone to North Carolina Central. Like, yes, they have a pool, but, you know, own where you, what you did. It's okay that you went to Wake Forest. Like, it's okay that, you know, you made your mark there. But don't try and, like, backslide now and try to, if I could have. Yeah, that's, that's lame, in my opinion. I also think that he is not the voice of HBCUs. I know plenty of people <laughs> who attended HBCUs who have great platforms. And I think that whenever I'm allowed to give them that platform, I will do my best to ensure that their voice voices are amplified, right? I think it's so important when people have lived experiences, lived truths, to be the ones that amplify these stories. And so he's just weird to me. And also... He's a dirty player. I don't know if you guys ever watched a game with Chris Paul, but like hitting guys in their nuts, that's weird. <laughs> Making sure you're real amp and overselling, you know, calls and flop. It's just, he does entirely too much. And y'all would think that would be, you know, okay, Candace, enough. But I'll have to, I got to keep going. Y'all know I used to work for the New Orleans Saints and Pelicans. And one weekend, or should I say weekday, we got called into an all-female meeting. Right. So they sat us down and they pretty much gave us this spiel about how we had to conduct ourselves or how we were best to conduct ourselves to be productive employees. X, Y, Z. Still issues I have with NOLA to this day. But nevertheless, they gave us this long story about how this girl was just trying to move up in the ranks and she ended up hooking up with the player. I'm going to let you infer from my least favorite player who that is. Right. She hooked up with him. She lost her job. She lost, you know, being out in the sports industry. Everything was taken from her because she was a part of something with a married man, X, Y, Z, all that stuff, right? And to me, as a female, you know, as a woman who loves supporting my females, right, I found it odd or I still find it, you know, maddening that a woman's whole livelihood is taken away by choice that two people made, you know, and she's not, she has this mark on her the scarlet letter for life. What is the point of that, right? He gets to go on his way. He gets to go do his good works and nobody cares, nobody notices, nobody talks about it. So for me as a woman, especially as a woman in sports, I know you guys have seen the headlines lately about everything that's going on. Everyone has their story, 
right? So many women you meet, I have never met a woman who didn't have their somebody harassed me story. Somebody made me uncomfortable. Somebody took it too far. You know, somebody I had to check, put them in line, right? I've never known a woman in this industry yet that's like, yeah, it's never happened to me. Whether or not they engage with it, fine, whatever, what have you. I have yet to meet a woman in sports that doesn't have her own story. So it's always, it just, it rubs me the wrong way how women are so quick to be shunned, put aside, acted as if like their whole lives are ruined. Again, if you've been reading the headlines, this young lady who's accused some of these MLB execs of this harassment don't want to reveal themselves because they are in fear of losing their employment. It shouldn't be like that. And yet, you know, here we are. So that's my three cents on that situation and what angers me so. But I can't just end you on anger. I can't just end you on preaching. I got to come on back, round it on back with a high. One of the best stories that I've ever had the chance to listen to was when I co-hosted a show called Guest the Guest Live with ACC Basketball with Penn Holderness. I had the opportunity to talk with former ACC basketball players. We were able to wrangle one of the best, arguably, <laughs> crossovers. Had the meanest crossover ever in the ACC, one of the greatest ankle-breaking performances ever in the ACC tournament, and that was Randolph Childress. He came on the show, talked to us about his time at Wake Forest, and it was so great to hear why he chose Wake. More importantly, though, his son, Brandon, also went to Wake Forest. And to tell his stories and memories about having Brandon come to Wake and what that meant for him and their family, truly touching, right? It brings it all home full circle about how important it is to keep it all in the family and keep family close, all those vibes and feels, right? So had to end on a good one. <laughs> That's all my UNC Wake history from me. And I would love to know if you have any great stories that you'd like to share at Locked on Heels, right? We know that Wake Forest is a new looking team with a new coach and they're looking for their first ACC win but we've been down this road before I remember you know that Miami game where another team was looking for their first conference win at our expense but you know I gotta let you know how it's not gonna happen <laughs> because Carolina seems to be on this great roll so if you're thinking about betting come this weekend on whether or not Carolina is going to again slump two games club. I just don't know that the Deacons are going to do that for this squad. So make sure you go to the one place that I trust, one place that has you covered. If you're going to do spreads, all that good stuff, we'll talk about that more in depth tomorrow. And that's on betonline.ag. You got to sign up today for a free account and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Now you can't sit on the sidelines anymore. You've got to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code locked on to see a to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online experts. Sportsbooks experts. Period. 2020 is thankfully over. It's a time where we get to start fresh and get a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get to podcast, and I promise you, you will not be let down. Now, this will be the only time UNC faces Wake Forest this season. As I mentioned, Wake is in desperate need for a conference win. Wake Forest has lost five consecutive conference games and is 3-5 and five overall and 0-5 oh in the ACC. 
The Deacons lost 64-60 to Virginia Tech at home on January 17th. So, you know, they're itching. They are fiending (laughs) for that win. And I'm looking at Virginia Tech, a team that likes to upset a lot of these blue buds that we have in our conference. (sighs) Wake might be a strong matchup against the Heels come Wednesday night. Let's take a look back about Wake Forest Carolina last season. First, the Demon Deacons, the team split a pair of games, each winning on its home court. UNC won, which, excuse me, let me try that again. Wake Forest won 74-57 in Winston-Salem. The Deacons led by 18 at the half and 26 when there was still 16-41 left to play. Even though UNC cut the deficit to nine, it was just ugly from start to finish. And we all remember our friends Cole Anthony and Christian Keeling, who led with 15 points. But it was an ugly night for Cole Anthony as he had season-high seven turnovers. And speaking of Cole Anthony, an aside, he is balling in Orlando. Just want to shout out to him. We all know that uh, Markel Fultz went down. So Cole Anthony has been called on a little bit earlier than expected, and he is certainly thriving. So we always wish our Carolina family much success. Now, back to last season's Carolina Demon Deacons matchups, right? Carolina had made a season low one three-pointer in 16 attempts. But on senior night in Chapel Hill, Carolina shot 50% from the floor, winning his third straight ACC game, which was his longest streak since win streak since last season. Whew, help us, Lord. Carolina shot 64% from the floor in the second half, which equaled its best percentage in any half all season and scored 58 points in the second half, the most in any half of the entire year. <laughs> Carolina was 10 of 17 from three for that game. So they made that revenge look real nice on senior night. We talked about Brandon Robinson, our former standout, made five threes and scored 18 points. So they were not trying to go out the same way they went in the first go round. Now, when you look at the all-time series, Carolina leads 162 to 67, including 78 to 18 in Chapel Hill. So it's going to be difficult for the Demon Deacons to win in the Dean Dome. However, as we know, it can be done. Streaks can be broken. We saw Clemson last year finally get one in our house. So you just never know. It depends, to me, it depends on the night and how the Tar Heels want to step up big. Now, the Tar Heels have won six straight against the Demon Deacons at home and are 23-5 and all time in the Smith Center. Carolina has won one in a row in seven of the last eight overall. Head coach Roy Williams is 18 and 7 against Wake Forest, 16 and 6 at UNC, and 2 and 1 at Kansas. Now, the 162 wins against Wake Forest are the most by Carolina against an opponent. So we've been there, done that with these uh, Demon Deacons, and yet, I don't know about you, but I always think I'll feel nervous when Carolina has to get up there and try and beat a team itching for its first win because the hunger simply is different. But I mean, you guys might know better than me. (laughs) You might know better than me. Do you feel good about the Demon Deacons? Do you feel like they're going to take it to the next level against Star Heels? I don't know. It's a great conversation to have at Locked on Heels. Give me your insight because I want to be reassured that the Tar Heels will get it done. But I'm so glad they're not traveling. I'm so glad they finally have the opportunity to stay home. And listen, if you are taking your talents to Chapel Hill to watch 
with some friends, you know, two to three, because we're all still socially distancing. Make sure you drive with, you know, the ever increasing numbers of makes and models that you have. I'm sure you're taking your beauty. My Honda does me real good. <laughs> and I always want to head to rockauto.com because this family business serves me with all the auto parts and customer service that I need for the past 20 years that they've been in business. They have been good to me and my family. You got to go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your car and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com and now, yeah, there, that way. <laughs> Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Make sure you, and you visit rockauto.com. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson hosted Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Now, UNC will play Wake. Again, this Wednesday at 7 p.m. now instead of 9 p.m., this change comes due to the postponement of the NC State-Virginia game. As I reminded you yesterday, ACC Network will broadcast this game. So let's bring it all home, right? What did we learn from our friends at Wake? <laughs> we'll dive more into this specific team. Who is on the some Body to be worried about, some bodies to be worried about. More importantly, the coach gets some more of his background, and we know that Manning is no longer there. But what does the new team look like, and how will they survive and stack up against the heels? We'll give you our three keys to victory, as we always do. And we got a little women's basketball I want to throw in there for tomorrow. But what did we learn today? Don't be like Chris Paul, friends, right? I know we talk about championing for women. But let's do that internally and not just outwardly where we show face, we pretend like we're all about women's rise, women empowerment. Okay, great. Make sure you actually show up for women. And that doesn't mean just, okay, you like the podcast. Like, are you actively helping them to get in roles and positions to be successful? So just have a personal check with yourself there. Now, I will say Garrison Brooks. I talk about him a lot. I'm always ready for him to have his big game. I don't feel like he's had one yet, but it's coming. Cool. Garrison Brooks should watch tape on my favorite Wake Forest player, Tim Duncan. Because to me, if you're not going to be a bully, if you're not going to be known as the hard-hitting, don't-play-with-me-in-the-paint kind of guy, you got to execute the fundamentals. I believe that Garrison is not the one who's going to get, you know, there's some guys that are ready for the tech. You got your Rasheed Wallace's of the world. You got your Jerry Stackhouse's of the world, right? Garrison ain't that, okay? And I just feel like if he really just works on executing, ball handling, catching, catching and shooting, rebounding, he's a great rebounder. All the other stuff can always improve. You work on that, we, we got some things to talk about, 
okay? So Garrison Brooks, I hope you're watching film. And I'll shoot, I'll do that for Armando and Dayron. All of y'all need to be watching tape on Mr. Fundamental there, period. Now my final thing about what we learned today, everyone hungry for their first conference win always plays harder than most. Carolina cannot sleep on the Demon Deacons. Carolina, I know they tried to sleep on the Miami Hurricanes and they got lucky that Miami just did not have the numbers because they should have buried the men. But the fact that they only put up 39% from the floor for the entire game, not a half, the entire game, <laughs> lets you know that they cannot sleep and play down to their competition whatsoever because it will be a long night for the heels if they try it. So I'm telling you now, go ahead, step up, and do what you got to do because we just don't have time to be waiting for y'all to decide y'all want to get it together. Cool. So that's all I got for you guys today. Again, come back tomorrow. It'll be all friendly, good things as we preview Wake Forest, UNC, this current team's matchup. How do they stack up against each other? More importantly, we've got to let you know how the women's side is doing. We always feel like the women are finding their way and they can certainly help those guys get better where our ways. And maybe now that the guys are starting to get it, they can help the women's team. We can talk about that too. And as you know, women's soccer is doing big things. We got a lot of women at the national level. Literally, I saw about 11 girls today making the national team. We got to talk about that as well. There's so many exciting things happening in Carolina sports. You know, we're the university of national champions. We're so used to being dominant. It just, you know, you never know what kind of story you're going to get on the day. So keep your eyes peeled for that. But make sure you guys stay smart and safe out there. Please, Lord have mercy. Wear your mask. Okay. Take care of yourself. Take your vitamin D, your mucinex, your fluids, all that good stuff. Stay safe. We're gearing up for a crazy couple days. Please be careful. Just remember it's not that serious. Right at the end of the day, if you're a believer or if you know you believe in higher calling, don't let things that happen on this earth rattle you. All right. Let's just have a peaceful day as best we know how tomorrow. I look forward to talking to you guys about those demon deacons. And you know what? We're gonna have a great Wednesday. I've declared it, right? Cool. Have a great evening. And as always. Heels. You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.